You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. I'm Dr. Kalinda Linda and I'm here to speak to you about how to adjust when it's time to go back to work. So part of this discussion will be for owners or leaders and then the other part will be for the employees. So I've heard about Zoom fatigue, lockdown fatigue, and now COVID fatigue. And I think we can all say we wouldn't mind life going back to the old normal, warts and all. And, you know, we do tend to remember the freedom of movement and feeling safer health-wise, although there definitely were plenty of complaints around traffic and taxes, among other things. So now when more people are being allowed back to the office, and in some cases requested to come back in, there is a bit of a catch-22. We are social creatures, even introverts like me, so a bit of connecting does have its appeal. And we definitely also like freedom of choice and movement. So the idea of being able to go back to the office some days is nice. But what I'm starting to see in the psychology research and various polls that I've seen taken in the UK and also South Africa, is that a lot of people are now starting to say they feel uncomfortable going back to their normal lives, especially coming back to the workplace. And many more people are rating their anxiety as high in general. So the normal population has around 3 to 8% of people who've got generalized anxiety. And we're seeing this number double easily where across the board, more and more people are being diagnosed with anxiety. And this is across the board, as I said, from leader or owner to employee. So let me start by saying that anxiety often stems from the unknown. So let's try and make things as known and transparent as possible. Also, if the leader is feeling overwhelmed and anxious, it's definitely going to carry through to the staff and then everybody's going to make poor decisions and not trust the leadership. So anxious employees are going to keep asking themselves what if and what's going to happen, and they're going to be focusing on potential threats, so they're certainly not going to be productive. So let's talk a little bit first to the owners and leaders. So I really would suggest you only bring back the staff that you need and doing it in phases. So you know the business, And you can think which teams are really needed at work and then how do we go about this in the best way for everybody. So something to keep in mind is that many of your staff are now used to their routine from working at home. So please keep in mind, especially if you're a manager or a leader, that you will need to give people plenty of time to familiarize themselves with working in the office again. And this goes for you as well. So small things like traveling to work or sharing a space with colleagues, reconnecting with your networks, setting up the office workspace, this is all part of the readjustment phase. And you might want to set up weekly one-on-one meetings to regularly check in with people when they come back and then also to assess what's working, what isn't. So something that's very helpful is to share the actual steps on how the business is planning to safeguard the employee's health and how they can protect themselves when they're back in the old work environment. So this will definitely help to settle everybody. 
You can also make sure that the company health protocols are clear and accessible. And this includes keeping staff informed on the steps you're taking as a business, on how to stay hygienic and safe around others, and then what happens when someone develops symptoms or if they should test positive. Also try to be clear about money matters, what will be paid and when, and if you can, try and be clear on what you're projecting will happen over the next month or two. So no one's psychic and no one expects you to be remotely psychic at the moment and to be able to predict 100%. But it does help if you share the parts of your decision making and plans that are appropriate to share because this prevents rumours that are usually way worse and extreme. If you can, try to give staff reasonable periods of notice for when they'll be expected to come back to normal work conditions because many people will need to plan for childcare or for adjusting working hours if schools are open at that time. So the more notice you give, the less you'll be adding to the existing list of worries. I also suggest that whatever emotional support options there are, please do communicate these. So if you've got an EAP, Employee Assistance Program, or a helpline, it would be very helpful to remind people how this works and how to get in touch. Also reminding them that it's confidential. And if you don't have those set up, then lots of information on where people can find support. So for example, the Discovery website, the SADAG website. And before people actually do come back, try to set up one-on-one -on -one meetings if possible with every single person or at least with teams if the company's large. And try and do this virtually before people come back to work. And when you do this, share information and listen. So let them share any concerns they've got, address any worries about their physical and mental well-being, any specific anxieties about returning, for example, commuting on public transport, and also be open to any suggestions or information people have that they'd like to share back your way. And finally, I'd also like to remind business to make and keep your technology environment agile. You know, it's always possible that in the near future, we might all have to go back to lockdown or working from home more extensively if the virus should peak or if anything else should change. And so if somebody say sick at work and you need to shut a division down or the whole office down, Try to be as technologically agile as possible. And in the old days, this might have been something which was an employee benefit. But nowadays, remote working has become the new normal. And it's also become really important in terms of business continuity. So let me talk for a few moments now about the workspace itself. So we do know that businesses reopening will still have to incorporate elements of social distancing. So have a good look at the previous work environment and then the new work environment and about how you can enforce these measures effectively. So think about whether your staff will be able to keep that two meter distance between each other. And if not, how you'll need to adjust the layout of your workspace, your corridors, your offices. Will you be using screens? Will you be having less people in an office? So consider these practicalities and then also things like team meetings 
and trying to maintain relationships between your employees and between existing customers and clients. If the workplace has been closed for a while, it's definitely going to need a cleaning and an airing. And when you do do that, paying attention to things like your phones, your keyboards, so that when people come back, they definitely feel safe. And also make sure that very visibly you've got lots of the right supplies in place. You can even put up reminders of things like hygiene, washing hands, sanitizers, disposable hand towels. And I've seen quite a good uh, video or two on YouTube where they're little you know, fun dances and songs. And I know they do tend to get into your head, but they certainly make you remember about how long you have to wash your hands. So maybe spend a little bit of time looking at how you can make things a little bit lighter, a little bit more palatable when people come back. So definitely checking that there are plenty of supplies and making sure that you have them. And then, yes, keeping it as light as possible. So depending on your industry, you might need PPEs, you might need barriers between people. So make sure that you've got all of these things on hand and um, make sure that you've got masks for if people haven't got all their masks on them. Sometimes when you're rushing out, you forget the most basic things. So try and think for people, especially when it's that phase of readjustment. The other thing to consider is to think about vulnerable staff, because some people might be vulnerable health-wise and they might not be able to come back. Or some people will have vulnerable family members, so they themselves might be dying to come back, but they can't. And for these people's well-being and resilience, it's very important to ensure connectivity, because these people are either going to be self-isolating because of their vulnerability or their family, and then, of course, later on, when people need to be self-isolating because they've been in close contact with someone who's been diagnosed with COVID. So reliable Wi-Fi and devices that work and charges that work are one side of it. And then keeping connection at a human level is the other side of it. Because if you are forced to work remotely, and it's probably going to be like that for a while, then definitely we have to keep the loneliness and isolation factors in mind. So even if the rest of the team is back in the office, always keep in mind that nobody wants to be left out. So just make some effort to make sure that this person is still included. You are possibly also going to have employees who've suffered bereavement and loss, either due to COVID or due to other kinds of illnesses, and they might not be in the right emotional state to come back to work yet. And this is when you really need to use your discretion around what you can expect in terms of delivery or when they'll be um, ready to come back to work. And then for everybody going back to the office, these are some points that might help you with the transition. So when you do start going back to the office, especially if it's not every day, Try and stick with routines that were really good for you, that made you productive. So, for example, if you become used to answering emails first thing while you say having tea and a rusk at home, maybe you can stay with that if that's been working for you. And then after that, you can start with the meetings for the day. Or if you work best in silence first thing, get a few hours work done, a few hours done before your meetings begin, 
maybe that's something you got used to and maybe it makes you very productive. So if possible, see if you can introduce this at work, even when you're back at the office. And offices are also quite social places. So maybe you could be seen as a loner or antisocial if you're not somebody who likes to take part in the morning tea conversation or the catch-up or the smoke breaks or the lunch run or those ad hoc meetings. And those aren't going to be happening nearly as much with social distancing, but they will be happening. So keeping in mind that maybe you are the person who does prefer a lot more of your own space. So as you transition back into the office, it's important to find a balance between being the team player and in maintaining that hard-won productivity when you're on your own. So you need to be honest when you're busy and when you're not, and when you're open to a chat and when you're not, and try not to overload yourself with meetings again or connecting times again. And also remembering to make time for your personal downtime. And of course, if you can, leave your work at the office. And if all else fails, you might need to resort to noise-canceling earphones. So what I'd like to conclude with is that change is never easy. And for all of us, this is a time that's testing our patience, our courage, our resilience, our adaptability. So as we are learning new ways of living and working, please remember we do need to take care of ourselves and ask for help when we need it. Just because you're the owner, the leader, the manager, doesn't mean that you don't need some support and some help yourself and a bit of time out from time to time as well. So we're all learning how to live life in a new way and nobody knows how long this is going to last or what the world of work is going to look like going ahead. What we do know is that we had a phase of adjustment to lockdown, a phase of adjustment to working from home. We're now in a new phase of adjustment where people are coming back to the office and we know that coming back to the office, the numbers are increasing. So all of us are starting to personally know more and more people who actually have COVID. Uh, we're also starting to know people who've died. We're starting to know people who are seriously ill. And we're starting to know people who've recovered. We're starting to know much more about stigma, mental health, than we ever thought we would. And so right now we're in another phase of adjusting to yet another new normal. So let's do one phase at a time, day by day. And we'll just keep adjusting, keeping ourselves as supported, agile, and resilient as possible. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.